0: Welcome to Vida I Wish I Knew Then, a safe space where modern Latinas share their healing journeys on how they build confidence and are now breaking barriers. I'm your host, Jess, and this podcast will talk about our cultura and speak on topics we wish we knew before. Of course, with a little Spanglish twist, let's get started. Hello, amigas, and welcome back to Vida. I wish I knew then. I'm so glad that you can join me again. And if you're new to the show, a big warm welcome to you. Make yourself comfortable, and I really hope that Everyone is finding our discussions enlightening and engaging because I am. And it almost feels like we're drinking a little cafecito juntas. So I hope that you guys are receiving the the same feeling on your end. I want to talk about our last two episodes. I had the greatest privilege of hosting not only one incredible guest, but two guests delma castañeda and Carmen Valencia they bravely open up about sensitive topics relating to sexual abuse and suicidal thoughts and I don't have the words to describe how deeply grateful I am for them for sh- for sharing such personal stories because I feel like with them sharing those stories they have the power to reach those who are currently feeling isolated and letting them know that they're not alone so if you haven't had a chance to listen to those episodes, Amiga, don't wait any longer. I highly recommend going back and tuning in after you are done with this one. So also in episode one, I talked about the importance of taking care of yourself and putting your mental health first just like you would with your physical well-being and I think that once you take care of your mental health that will continue to influence other aspects of of your life and things just become a little bit easier when we're able to identify these red flags and say okay I'm not feeling well let's do something about it so given the significance of that topic I thought it would be essential for me to continue exploring it a little bit further. And like I promised you guys before, I'm going to be talking about how I took the leap to seek for help with my mental health. I'm going to give you guys a little story time. I'm going to take you guys back to 2020. So it all started with a toe injury back in 2020. Um, I was at the clinic for a painful toe injury and I had to go in for a follow-up. During this time, I was unemployed. Businesses were barely starting to open from COVID shutdown and I sleep for caring for a two-year-old who did not sleep. Let me tell you guys that this toddler is now four years old and ever since day one, ever since I was pregnant, I have struggled to put this kid asleep like any other normal child on this earth. But anyways, so I was in so much pain with my toe and stressing over the total cost for my toe injury because I had the shittiest medical coverage plan. I had Kaiser, but the plan on his own just sucked. So just imagine having that awful feeling of not feeling well, but yet needing to worry about healthcare expenses. And I Seriously, feel like this is another topic for another day. But I remember that during this time, I was so angry at so many things, and I would explode over anything, cry literally over spilled milk, and overall, just not in a good mental state. So, in fact, I would like to share a personal story. My husband and I were actually on our way um, to go hiking because, you know, I already knew I needed a little nature in my life, and on the way there. I couldn't even remember what my husband had said to me, but I shouted at him. He was asking me to clarify something for him. I don't know. He was asking me a question. I don't recall what he asked me, but I cursed like a sailor at him while he was driving. My friends, that was not safe. Or normal. Just imagine me getting in his face while he's driving. You're probably asking, was it your husband's fault? Well, he did not deserve for me to react the way I did. Once again, the way I shouted at him, the way that I cursed at him, he did not deserve that. And it should have not happened while he was driving. So with that being said, that was my major red flag. And in fact, I was so in disbelief of how I reacted. I don't know if you have ever reacted acted a certain way where you're like, whoa, Who was that? That's exactly what happened with me. So on that same day, I decided to reflect on my emotions because I knew that that wasn't normal. A couple of days prior to that incident, I actually had accidentally recorded a mental health breakdown that I had not told anyone about about it, including my husband. So during this time, I was trying to record my exercise progress as a distraction in my life because as I mentioned earlier, I was unemployed and I was not collecting unemployment during a pandemic. So I was very stressed. I was like, okay, let me just, no one was hiring either. So I was just trying to find an outlet. I was like, let I'm completely overweight compared to what I normally am after having a baby. And, you know, there was nothing open. So I was like, let me just record myself. So my toddler had fallen asleep and I said, okay, this is a great time for me to actually record myself because he didn't even let me um, exercise when I was recording myself. So I began recording um, and I was not feeling okay. I knew that, but I figured, okay, if I exercise a little bit, maybe I'll go away. In the video clip, I experienced a sudden and overwhelming mental breakdown. There was, there was this heavy breathing, and I lost control over my breath, and I was crying in a way that I've never cried before. In that moment, I was like, what the fuck? WTF. I was questioning what was happening to me even. I even started praying and saying, Yosito, oh my God, what is happening? to me right now please please protect me later i went to that video And I cried once again. Even talking about it makes me cry. The video captures a symbolic act of self-comfort as I was trying to comfort myself. Estaba como abrazando, seeking for comfort and soothing myself in the midst of a a distressing experience. I often use this video in many of my reels. You've probably seen it before. It's where I'm wearing a great spaghetti strap. However, it's so hurtful to watch the raw video. And I usually use it with no volume or with music over it. But I don't show the full length. Because Amigas, obviously that video was another red flag. So I brought this up to my husband after exploding on him and cursing at him. And I got the courage to actually tell him, I need help, babe. I need help. Outside of home, I seriously wanted someone to ask me how I was doing so I could tell them that I wasn't okay and possibly get a hug. And it's crazy because friends, I have a very supportive husband, family, and friends, but yet I still felt alone. But that's because I was emotionally isolated and not speaking to anyone about my feelings at that moment. How was anyone in my family supposed to know that I was not okay or what I was feeling? Mental health was never part of my vocabulary. I nor my family knew there was something going on with me. During my upbringing, I faced, I actually faced discouragement when it came to talking about anything that had to do with my mental health outside of my home. As I was growing up, it became clear to me that I needed help. Yet I found myself confused and unsure how to ask, how to ask for help or where to turn for support. My mother once said to me, Jess, todo lo que hagas con tu salud se te va a quedar en tu record as if it were a criminal record. This scared me because I had already gone through a difficult child custody battle for my first child. And of course, I wanted to avoid anything that would potentially make me look bad. However, I understand that my mother was just simply passing down what she had been taught about mental health and that she may have heard some false information. She was just trying to protect me in her own way. Another incident that confirmed my mother's upbringing was when a nurse asked me if I had ever experienced postpartum depression after having my second child. When I told her that I had dealt with baby blues with my firstborn, she responded very coldly and saying, oh yeah, I'm going to inform a social worker. What the fuck? This reminded me of what my mama had told me. So I downplayed my feelings once again. I like completely put all of my fearing, my feelings to the side uh, because it was such a hard way to support me. And I felt disregarded. I had to convince myself that I was actually a good mom. So no social worker was needed. So going back to the clinic... I vividly remember standing in line with a throbbing toe and feeling like I wanted to cry. I even thought about asking the receptionist if they could provide me some type of free pass for happiness. Que bonito sería, ¿verdad? If it was that easy. I will never forget the experience of that receptionist checking me in. He said, Is there anything else I can help you with? He looks so nice and caring enough for me to actually immediately respond. Yes, yes, I need something else. Algo en su soho's and gentle voice made me feel safe. I feel like at that moment, it took forever to actually tell him what I needed. Con la mano, I made a gesture to ask him to get a little closer to me, and I whispered, do you know where I can get more information about mental health? Friends, I think that his heart broke for me because he saw right through me how broken I was at that moment. He cleared his throat and pulled out a sticky note with a number on it, and he said, call this number. You should be able to get all the information you need. And that was it, friends. This whole thing lasted about one minute and it felt like a life's eternity. I remember the walk to the car. My tears were coming down a hundred miles per hour. I couldn't believe I actually dared to ask for the mental health line. On my drive home, I was ugly. I mean, ugly crying and sobbing. It was so bad. It felt like I was grieving. So did I call a number? Friends, I got home. I didn't call a number. I got really scared. I didn't tell my husband I had gotten the phone number to the mental health clinic, although I talked to him about getting help. Hear me out. I threw the sticky note away, although It didn't feel right. Once again, I prayed to God that night and I was telling him, Diosito mio, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if this is crazy. I don't know if making this call is going to be a mistake, but I need you to help me. Please guide me. Please give me a sign. My youngest son was about two years old around this time, and he was really into stickers. I hated stickers around this time because había stickers por donde quiera, stickers on my car. Car window on my cajones, on his clothes, everywhere. Anyways, I think my son saved my life. So the next day, after I threw away the sticky note with the one eight hundred number to the mental health line, I felt so down again, crying for no supposed reason, feeling sorry for myself again. I started putting on my shoes because I was on my way out, and I noticed something stuck to the bottom of my shoe. Can you guess what it was? <laughs> yes. The sticky note to the 1-800 to the mental health. I once again sob. This was a sign that I was looking for y que Diosito me dio. My son must have taken the freaking sticky note out of my little trash can or something because I don't know how it came back to me. After thinking about calling the number or not for another hour, I actually decided to take my chances because I couldn't take the ugly dark feelings I was going through anymore. And I was like, I'll see what it's all about. I could probably just give them a fake name or information if needed. I was pretty shaky when that the number, and my heart sank deep into my chest. The experience at first was like calling any other clinic to make a doctor's appointment, except that this one felt a little bit more confidential, meaning that the receptionist didn't ask for my medical information immediately or my name. So just for more insight, once again, I had Kaiser at the time. The receptionist asked me what I needed. Um, So at that point, I was like, what do I need? I was so confused because to my surprise there were apparently multiple ways to receive support. At that moment, I couldn't even respond. After a short pause, my voice cracked on my second intention to respond. The person on the phone helping me gently said, please take your time. Friends, I just wanted to share a little snippet of how I took the leap to seek help for my mental health. It was a scary decision to make, especially because I had never heard anyone else talk about their own experience in seeking for help. Not a friend, a family member, not a stranger. But in the end, I did something incredibly brave for myself and for my inner child. I know that my family is really happy that I actually took this step in putting my own well-being first and asking for help was fucking scary. But it was something that I absolutely needed. If you're considering getting help or seeking guidance for your mental health, bravo amiga. I applaud you for taking this important and scariest step. If you're not sure where to start I would encourage you to reach out to someone that you care about and trust because simply saying, amiga, I haven't been feeling my best can be a huge relief and a good first step. You can also reach out to your medical provider to discuss mental health resources and support. Additionally, additionally, you can hire a therapist on your own as well. And there are many online resources and directories available to help you find the right fit for you and your needs. For example, there is latinxtherapy.com, a website dedicated to providing mental health resources to 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 support specifically the Latinx community. I personally never used this site before yet, and of course I am not sponsored, but I know that a lot of people that I know have used this and actually found it very helpful. The website offers you a directory of mental health professionals who specialize in working with Latinx individuals. And what I love from this Um, site is that you can actually review the therapist ahead of time before contracting them. It also shows you their specialty and their language that they speak because personally, I would appreciate someone that speaks Spanish because as you guys can hear me, my Spanglish is out of control and this pocha needs to be understood. I also want to remind you that you do not need to be going through a crisis to, to to go seek for help for your mental health. You know, yourself better than anyone, and that in the moment that you start seeing red flags, I highly recommend you to start taking action. And know that therapy is not solely for individuals that are in distress. Therapy can actually provide you support for your personal growth, your self-exploration, and managing daily challenges. And the best thing that I have received from therapy is that it helps me identify red flags. Recognizing red flags or early signs of distress is is actually, very crucial. It's important to listen to yourself and take action when you're noticing these signals, even if they seem minor or not a big deal at the time. If you know someone that is actually struggling or going through a crisis, there is help available. Um, you can call or text 988 for immediate assistance. And of course, don't forget that 911 is available to you or a loved one if the help is. Urgent, meaning that you are going in a you're going through a crisis in that moment. Call nine one one. This is Vida. What I wish I knew then. In next week's episode, I will talk about how taking the leap to ask for help unfolds, and provide you with some helpful tips to consider when searching for the right therapist for you. Thank you again for tuning in to Vida. I wish I knew then. I appreciate your support and hope to continue providing valuable insights and inspiration. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Your reviews will help this podcast reach more modern Latinas like yourself who are on a mission to break through barriers. Also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Vida underscore with underscore Jess to stay updated on the latest episodes and behind the scenes content. Recuerda, we're all on a journey of growth and self-discovery, and we're here to support each other. Las quiero mucho.